0: Howdy. What up, gang? How's it going? Welcome back. Welcome back to Coming Up for Air, an introspective podcast. I'm your co-host Jackson.
1: I'm your co-host Brendan. You know the
0: gang. I just realized I forgot my water. Um, um today, we're gonna be talking about what um are you really scared of and overcoming fears? Um this will talk, we'll talk kind of about where steers stem from, Steer s- fears stem from. Hello?
1: <laughs> Anybody upstairs?
0: What are our fears? Uh, where do we find them? Healthy ways to cope with them? Um, childhood fear, things like that. Um, and then we'll also uh, be uh, doing some other shit. Talking mm. about, yeah, dude, I mm. don't
1: know. Hmm. <laughs>
0: It's a it's a bit of a weird one today for me.
1: Oh, but um, man. for our
0: YouTube li- list viewers, listeners, watchers, yep, peoples, <laughs> it's yep. gonna be rough. Um, you can you can take a look around. We got our Halloween up a little bit. Yeah, uh, we
1: we are now part of the spooky season.
0: But uh, first off, let's go uh let's check in,
1: bro. It's hailing um where we live and uh we live in can we say where we live State wise, yeah? yeah yeah are you cool with that so in arizona obviously you don't like we live in arizona obviously like arizona's not like i mean there's flagstaff you know what i mean like you go up north and it like snows and shit like that but like other than that we don't we it, Other than the north of Arizona, we do not see snow, like, at all. You know what I mean? Bro, probably a cool 20, 30 minutes ago, it was, like, hailing, like, small pellets of just ice. I mean, I guess it's, like, salt and, like, water and whatever the science is. That's
0: usually kind of what ice is.
1: Whatever. Regardless, little pellets. Of ice just flying everywhere, bro. Never seen that shit happen. Because there was one that happened earlier this year. And, but it was like super, super small pellets. Like these were like, these were fat pellets that were dropping, bro.
0: Climate crazy.
1: Yeah, we're fucked. The world is ending. Yeah. We're fucked. Like big time. Big hypers. It's lit fam. I give humanity like another 150 years. That's pretty generous. You're right. If that. <laughs> what would you
0: give them? Uh, depends on if we don't slow things down.
1: Okay. I was on both sides. In
0: the next like five years a lot of the effects that we've had on the earth are going to be like like permanent. Yeah. Like not changeable. We can't reverse them. Um, so after that, I get like 75, maybe a hundred. Damn. So there's really no
1: point in having kids.
0: Uh, well, I mean, we, we're guessing when we're not scientists.
1: Yeah. But like, ah, I'm not trying to put my kids into that.
0: Yeah. What? Yeah. That's exactly what I've been saying. Damn. That's kind of tough. Yeah, what a downer way to start this episode. Yeah, for real,
1: but I mean, regardless, it was hailing. It was kind of spooky. It's kind of fucking nuts. Even my dog was like, "Hey, what's going on outside?" Shout out to Pinky, Pinky, my little attention whore. Love that girl. Um, but yeah, no, it was uh honestly just kind of like it was just spooky, bro. Because I'm not used to seeing shit like that, so I genuinely think the world is ending. Kind of just my thought process on it, um faded thoughts faded thoughts love it, hell, yeah, brother
0: for you dog <laughs> um mine's also not gonna be super happy, uh but I'm gonna talk about something that's a little weird because uh we're on a, we uh, we run, we have a podcast you know we have a podcast that we let kind of people into our lives in some ways um, and a lot of people say whenever you try to go into. Content creation or the entertainment industry, you are asking for people to be kind of involved in your life in a way um, or to have some sort of entitlement into your life. Um, say, for example, someone like Dream, who just did his face reveal, um, and in his face reveal mentioned like people that were going out of their way to try and leak his stuff and like make sure, you know, all this shit, right? Yeah. Stuff that's like, that's very personal. <laughs> um, so. I wanted to kind of talk and this is why it's kind of contradicting of what we do and stuff, but uh, I want to talk about people feeling entitled in like my to be like know about my life or be in my life
1: understandable I feel like everyone has that
0: yeah uh I feel like it's something that everybody deals with, but it's like um there's some stuff that's been happening lately in my personal life that is kind of indicative of it of like people being far more interested in my personal life or asking questions that they don't really need to know the answer to, or like prying and trying to get involved in my personal life when they have no reason or
1: yeah, it's not like justification. You owe them, yeah, yeah. It's not like you owe them any answers or like, it's just those people that are just looking or asking just to ask.
0: Yeah. And not in like a way that's like, Oh, I'm just a curious, like I like we're homies. I'm curious. It's like, like a, they're being nosy. Being nosy and also, like, you're somebody that I don't even really talk to. Like, you have no right to know the things that you're asking about or, like, to, you know, pry the way that you are. Um, And I think that it's strange because we almost, society almost, like, shames people for wanting their privacy or for their information to be, like, their information because of the fact that social media is such a standard thing. So it's like, if you're on social media, a lot of people will be like, well, you're asking for your life to be public. You're asking to not have that privacy.
1: Yeah, and then people don't realize that nine times out of ten, social media is what that person wants you to perceive of their
0: life. Yeah, and not even just that, but, like, there's also a lot of situations where I, I you literally, you know that I've had it done to me where, like, my personal information gets posted by somebody else.
1: And you're like, what the fuck, dog?
0: Yeah, because, like, that's... I didn't agree that this could go online. Yeah. So at a point, like it isn't necessarily our choice of being like, you're in a public eye. That means you are indicative of having your information, like Shit spilled. yeah, you're not entitled to like your own privacy, yeah. um, which is fucking batshit. I think
1: it's more of like a. It is fucking crazy because of how normal it is for people to just kind of, like, don't get me wrong. You always, you obviously have those people that are, like, obviously very open. Like, with me, I'll tell you nine times out of ten. I'll tell you whatever you want to know. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You know what I mean? But I'll tell you whatever you want to know. I'm the type of person. Like, you ask me a certain question. I'm going to give you my dead-ass, honest-ass answer. Whether you, I think you're going to like it or not. Which is why I always ask people, like... And you notice whenever I ask you, I'm like, hey, Jackson, well, you want me to be honest with you? And then I smile because you already know I'm going to say some fucking out of pocket ass answer.
0: Yeah. Brendan do. Brendan gives fair warning that what he's about to say is out of pocket at
1: least. Yeah. Like I let you know, like, hey, I'm going to be honest and I'm going to tell you straight up what I think, but I'm going to say it in a way that like you're going to cock your head and be like, why did I even ask this question?
0: Learn to not ask
1: so many questions.
0: I don't know if that's what you should take away from that, but
1: absolutely. Don't ask. Don't stop asking questions.
0: I, I wouldn't
1: say that. Stop asking. Questions. <laughs> no, I'm just waiting. <laughs> no, I just think it's funny. Cause like me and you are very different when it comes to like, obviously with your homies, you share stuff, you know what I mean? But like, I'm free free willy-nilly with anybody. You You're know free I mean? the nips. I am free the nips with anybody, you know what I mean, when it comes to my information, because I don't give a fuck.
0: And I, and I keep my nips covered.
1: Yeah, because for me, it's like, who are the next nips to judge my nips? You know what I mean?
0: This is getting really weird. <laughs>
1: No, no, no. Because like, if you if you're cov- you're covering your nips because you want your nips to be private, right? You don't want to be judged by your nips. You know what I mean? You don't want people to know your nips is business, right? But who are the next pair of nips to fucking judge you and worry about your shit? Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you're right. It's none of their business and shit like that. But we're all just some nips, man.
0: <laughs> We've all got nips, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say all of us. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some people, you know, very unfortunate.
0: Hey, shout out to you guys. Love you guys. There's so much to unpack in every sentence <laughs> that you say.
1: I'm just a very
0: voluptuous speaker. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> also not what you think it means. Um, I had a my boss bullied me about how slow I talk the other day.
1: Why? Because you enunciate all your words and like really like... Initial sentences.
0: I, and I just sometimes I take a second to think about what I need to say. <laughs> but, it, like, he bullied me in front of another co-worker about it. Mm. I was just like, I I'm Like done. Mr. Clean? Yeah. And I, oh. like, I was just like, I'm done. I walked out the room.
1: You need to let me know the next time Mr. Clean is working. He doesn't change. Oh, okay. Because I really just want to come in and, like, make a fool of him. Ah. <sighs> Wouldn't that, anyway, wouldn't that be amazing? You think I'd get you fired?
0: Possibly. Probably. <laughs> let's uh let, let's dive in. Let's let's hit let's hit the ground running. Literally
1: running, sprinting, full sprint. Because Go. we're talking
0: about fear, so we're going to run away. Exactly. Um I think that there is a lot to really kind of touch on here. Um so l- let's let's I,
1: the original question into which made us want to talk about fear was what are you really afraid of yeah and it could go in like any aspect i mean obviously you can kind of what are you afraid of like you know for your future what are you afraid of in life what are you afraid of you know from a day-to-day basis what are you actually afraid of when it comes to like phobias you know what i mean but it's just more of like we're gonna try and just kind of attack it at i guess an angle in which i don't really know how i'm trying to say that we're not going to cover all grounds. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's going to be stuff that we miss, but, I mean, the shit that we do Much talk like about,
0: most topics that we have. Yeah, you
1: know what I mean? It's, obviously, it's a very broad topic, but we're just going to try and dial in on some things that, you know, we feel passionate about, I guess.
0: Yeah. So, uh, let's kick it off kind of, like, where do fears stem from? Um, and how do they kind of begin to form? Uh, which, you know, I, I think sometimes it does start at childhood and other times there is something, an incident that happens or it just randomly develops. Um, but for, for you, Brendan, where would you say if you're no, from? I want to
1: hear your story first. What made you not like Wawa?
0: Okay, we're going to get into this. I want to hear it so bad.
1: <laughs> what made you not like large so, bodies of ocean water?
0: Yeah, so I'm hydrophobic, um, <laughs> which if you ask my roommate Casey, that means... Casey breeding. <laughs> Casey <laughs> gaming. Um, that means that... I repel water. (laughs) (laughs) If you ask any other person that I tell that to, it'll mean that I am afraid of large bodies of water. Actually, if you ask any other other motherfucker, they'll say that I am just scared of water. Um, It's
1: like a cat, you know, he spray water at him. He wants to run, but
0: it's just large bodies of water. So things that I can't really see the bottom of oceans, lakes, um, sometimes rivers, um, you know, stuff like that.
1: So we just got to get to a kiddie pool.
0: Pools are fine. I can see the bottom of a pool. No, we're gonna get you a kiddie pool. Okay. Um, bathtubs are fine. You know, like the basic <laughs> yeah. functions Imagine are fine. Not being able to fucking shower. Um. Oh. Well, that, <laughs> that's a funny story. <laughs> so, when I was younger, this is kind of a real quick topic. Um, when I was younger, I was not as intelligent as I am now. Um, and so it got to the point where it was like, I'm shower worthy age, right? So, here's the problem. I hadn't taken a shower, and so I didn't realize that, like, you don't plug the bathtub. So, here's where it gets good. It just didn't go through my mind. So, for, like, several months, I just withheld taking showers because I was, like, if I... And I also didn't understand the physics of a bath curtain, apparently, um, because I was, like, if I plug... If I, if I take a shower, the water continuously runs. You never turn it off. Because I understood that concept. So the water will just rise up until I drown. I don't know why I didn't think, like, the bath curtain would, like, allow for it to overflow and shit, but, like, it just t- not in my brain power to realize that. So I thought I would drown. So I was super scared of showers for, like, a couple months until I realized, water go down. Water don't Also, most bathtubs have, like, safety stops that prevents it from overflowing. Anyway. um, That's not why, though. That's just, like, a small brain moment. So, it's really hard for me to pin down why I'm afraid of water. um, Why Why am I... I'm just going to keep skirting by it. Um, Why I am hydrophobic. um, Because there's, like, very clear signs that I could point to. But none of them made it start happening. Like, I, I after those events, I wouldn't, I wasn't scared of it. It wasn't until um, I was probably, like, 15 that I was like, nah. Like, but apparently, my grandma says I've always not liked being at the beach. Um, so that could just be, like, an innate thing, and then it just progressed. But when I was really young, um, I was playing with the toy boat, like, one of the RC ones.
1: Were you on some Georgie shit?
0: And I fell right in the water, mm. uh, into the pool. And I could not swim. Mm. Uh, the most tragic part is... And and nobody was out there. Mm. So my dad and my grandma were talking apparently at the table. And then they looked over, saw I wasn't there. Freaked the fuck out. My dad ran and got me. Pulled me out. Um, I don't remember how close I was at all. It felt like I was in there for like a second. Um, You know, I was probably like... I probably could have navigated to the stairs and been fine. No. Um, but anyway, tragic part of that is I had Pokemon cards in my pocket too and I had some like rare ones <laughs> um, that I didn't know the worth of then. Um, but I have one of them still and it's like a seven or $800 card and with its current condition it's probably like $100, maybe 200 It's tough. Anyway, um, but that was when I was really young and I don't Remember ever being scared after that? I because I didn't conceivably understand that I would have died.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um Death really doesn't go through like an eight year olds head. Or yeah, years, head, I was head. younger than that. Oh, I it was okay. like, s- it was six to eight, okay. um, somewhere in that range probably. I didn't learn to swim till pretty late.
1: That's how I, I was a bikes.
0: Um, and then I learned to. I didn't learn how to ride a bike until I was like nine. We used to go take trips every summer to Cali. Me and my grandparents uh, my and my sister, my cousin. Um, and I would boogie board with, like, my cousin and my sister, and at one point, I got, like, super swept into waves and got pulled a little far out. I managed to get back fine, um, while my grandma was freaking out about it, uh, because she couldn't see me, um, which is a normal reaction, um, but also, like, that didn't freak me out. I just hated the feeling of sand. I still don't like sand, but it was, like, I hated when sand would get crusty and, like, Mm -hmm. dry Mm -hmm. on me. Yeah, no. Um... So I don't really know what caused it to happen. Also, when I was younger, we're just unloading all the water trauma that I had. I was about to say,
1: we're just going to unpack all your water yeah, trauma.
0: Yeah, maybe somebody, maybe a psychiatrist will get sent this and they can tell me what's going on with my fucking brain. Oh, yeah. Um, Help. Help. But it. they, my cousin and my sister would tell me that, Sharks would come out of the under Of the diving board on the deep end So if I jumped on the diving board There was a chance that a shark would come out If you jumped a certain way or whatever um, Hindsight Stupid as shit of course that doesn't happen But when you're young and impressionable And your two older Figures in your life tell you something Of course you're going to believe them You know Yeah Um <laughs> this is Brendan realizing maybe this is why I'm so obsessed with like being smart (laughs) (laughs) is because like I just got, all the shit kicked out you of me. You got
1: lied to as a kid
0: consistently, and you I had, just got and I did,
1: absolutely just
0: fucking and, lied to, and I did dumb shit <laughs> the whole time too. So like, I just like as I got older, I was like, I'm never letting this happen again.
1: When when Jackson decided to wise up, he said, "I'm really wise.
0: I'm going 100. This this will never happen to me, and they'll never laugh at me like this. Um, I am vengeance." <laughs> Yeah, no. But um, Oh, man. But, poor Jackson. <laughs> oh, poor Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Mutes when he goes to say it. <laughs> um. So that freaked me the fuck out. And I think that's where I ended up getting a fear of sharks. Because then, like, that's when I found out, like, oh, there are animals in the water that can kill you. Um. So maybe that's where part of it also stems from.
1: I thought it was going to be more
0: of, like, a... We know more about space than we do the ocean.
1: I thought it was going to be one of those. I thought it was, I thought you were going to give me like strategical numbers. Oh yeah,
0: no, we for sure know like way more about space than we do the ocean. We
1: literally have discovered about five percent of
0: the ocean. Yeah, and that's also terrifying. I don't know if I can't see <laughs> below what like I put my fingers <laughs> in the water and I can't see my fucking hands. I'm six foot four, Brendan. <laughs> yeah. And when you're swimming, only this part shows. yeah? Yeah. That's a whole lot of Jackson and a lot of sensitive bits that are fucking invisible to me. And I can't see what's down there. And I'm not playing that game. And you don't know what's coming at you
1: sideways.
0: I don't know. Dude, (laughs) the amount of fear that I have of like just something like, like coming up, pulling me down. Um is, got it.
1: So the worst prank to pull would be putting you on a sleeping bed in the
0: middle of the I lake. would literally start <laughs> sobbing and I would kill whoever. Like I would be so livid. Um that's like a I will not talk to you for months issue. Um Jesus, oh, I, dude.
1: I can actually picture you fucking crying
0: in the middle of the He's laughing so hard, but he doesn't know how true it is. I, I'd like, literally have an anxiety attack and freak the fuck out. Um, and it's bad now when I have anxiety attacks because I have asthma. So if I can't catch my breath, like... We gotta get to you quick. It, yeah, it's like nine one one better be on speed dial. I'll and, have and the I'll ambulance better be on their way whenever I wake up.
1: Yeah, like as we're pulling you out, we're gonna call nine one one and be like, "Hey, so we have someone who's having an anxiety attack in the middle of." The-. They're like, "What are you
0: doing?" <laughs> You're all like, <laughs> "It's like it's me. I'm having anxiety." Yeah, like,
1: all right. Yeah, I'm gonna need you guys to get here asap. Yeah.
0: Um yeah that would be
1: oh, that's fun. I'm not laughing at the fact that like it
0: would you know it put my life in serious risk. Yeah,
1: it's just thinking about it from like a oh it's a prank type and, of and
0: I'm not even bad at swimming.
1: That's what like I do under, I do understand though cuz I'll tell you what when I when I I'm, when I'm at the beach and I get like one of them like uh the seaweed to touch your toesies <laughs> dude that's one of the most Like heart
0: dropping, like, oh my god, see, that's what it's that heart dropping feeling. Imagine feeling that every single time you like were had the ability to be in the water or were threatened with the action of being threatened is the wrong word, but like somebody's like, why won't you come swim with me? Mm. Uh, and you get the social peer pressure, Mm. or you get invited to like a beach day or whatever, or you're watching a movie or show, and like that feeling is their prevalent a lot of times when it's like underwater sequences you're,
1: you're like a big, big bid you're like a big uh boardwalk walk out to the pier just look at the water type yeah thing. i could do that 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 i can actually do um got it so if you're ever looking to take jackson on a date it's a boardwalk to the pier out to the end of avoid the pier. Sand, Avoid preferably. sand preferably don't like sand no water no sharkies no fishies Um... Aquarium's
0: big no-go. Yeah, bro, you want to (laughs) see...
1: Wait, did you... Did you go old job? Oh, I don't think you were working for old job.
0: When they did the aquarium thing? Yeah. No, I heard about it. I joined shortly after.
1: Oh, okay. You would have lost your I wouldn't have gone.
0: (laughs) I I literally would have told them, like, no. I would have
1: sent you so many videos.
0: (laughs) I would have been livid with you.
1: I actually have some videos of, like, the jellyfish and shit. (laughs) No,
0: I had an ex who sent me videos of them at the aquarium and I and they were well aware of how like terrified I was of it. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? That's not cool. Yeah. You don't even like aquariums? No dog. Why? Aquariums. You can see everything. Yeah. Aquariums are also like being encapsulated in water. The idea that a thin layer of glass is all that is protecting me from the water to just sink in.
1: This, the first half of this episode... Has you ever strict- seen Jaws too? <laughs> yes. I've seen all the Jaws.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> Fuck that. You really think that that would happen? I, Brendan, you know what a phobia means? An <laughs> irrational fear. Half this episode is us talking about me being scared of water. And it's going to be really bad because I'm going to feel really attacked about it. Because every time I talk about it, I feel so stupid and embarrassed. But I understand that it's an irrational fear. And I can't really do anything about it.
1: Okay, I understand. I have like a fear of like little bugs. Like, I don't like bugs.
0: See, but that's a common thing. You don't have people laughing and go, you're scared of water. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I'm fucking looking at you. I fucking hate you. You know who you are. You're a little fucking bitch. And you're not funny. Jesus, someone needs to go to therapy.
1: I say we both do. <laughs> I think every man needs to go to therapy. That's what we better. have a
0: podcast for. In fact,
1: this is my therapy.
0: So where do stem, fear stem from, Brendan?
1: I don't know where to tell you on your fucking... And not
0: mine, just in general. Um,
1: I know we already, like you said, I know most fear stem from like childhood shit. Um, But when it comes to that childhood shit, it could stem from like... I don't know, taking on shit from your parents, like your parents being, you know, fearful of things. Um, Shit, your parents lying to you and playing jokes, and then, you know, in your head, you start to build up this fucking... Fear of
0: abandonment is a really big one from stuff like that.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? And um, when they used to fuck with me sometimes, is my mom used to tell me, I brought you into this world, I could take you out. And I'd be like... At first, it used to be like, kind of like spook me, and then I really thought about... I used to start telling her, so what, you gonna kill me? You gonna kill me after you brought me here? And then she used to just look at me and be like, bro, shut up. (laughs) But it's like little shit like that. Like, bro, if you taught that to a kid nine times out of ten? Like, when they really understand what it is, like, you never know how they're gonna respond to it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and I think that that gets into, like, a grasping of what death is. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, like, you know what I mean? There's just And obviously, like, that's just, like, one kind of, like, stupid fucking thing that's, like, out there that I just threw out there. But, um... I feel like there's more, like, serious things that are said and told to children.
0: a parent threatening to be like, okay, like, I'm going to leave if you're not coming with me. And then they, like, actually walk away, disappear for a bit, and then they come back and the kid's, like, sitting there sobbing. Like, that's how you form fear of abandonment and things like that. Um, Obviously, there's also other stuff that can cause that fear of abandonment. But, like, you know... Things like that scar the brain in ways that you don't realize that they will.
1: Yeah, and it's, like, so many little things, you know what I mean? Like, so many shit, like, fucking with, like, little kids is, like, we don't realize, like you said, like, the the damage that we do on them.
0: You know what the point? I think that I realized that I I might have a fear to waters, that I might be hydrophobic. When I was in, when I was 15 or 16, no, I was, like, anywhere between 14 and 16, um, I was hanging out with all my friends who were doing a sleepover and they put on Jaws and I started having a panic attack. Where? Yeah. And yeah. it was like the first 10 minutes of the movie, which is like the woman sw- swimming out yeah. um, and then Jaws perspective. um, And I started having a panic attack. I was like, guys, we got to change the movie. <laughs> and they're like, why? And I was like, I- like, I can't, I-, I-, I think I'm, I feel like I'm drowning. <laughs> um, That's crazy. Yeah. So that's I think
1: actually fucking wild. So we can never watch Jaws.
0: Nope. There's a podcast I listen to. They talk about Jaws because they, it's a horror podcast. I won't listen to the episode <laughs> because I, I I don't want to like be in the mindset of the ocean. Oh agua. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, that's
1: actually crazy. You know, I had a homie who was afraid of like he's uh he's actually afraid of Kai. Like uh, cotton balls, um, and like cotton pads.
0: Yeah, like he was a lot of cotton on the set right now,
1: bro. I promise you, if you were to take this, right, shout out to the homie Connor. If you were, if you were literally took this and you threw it on him, he he would flip his bro. Is it
0: like a texture thing?
1: I don't know what. And he hates when he (laughs) when he cleans his ears with Q-tips. He coughs like he almost like throws up. He gags. He, he he like coughs every time, mm. and then um. But like, if you were to come at him with like cotton balls, it sounds like a texture thing. It probably, but like, if you were to if you were to literally throw a bag of cotton balls at him, he'd probably fight you. Like yeah. he he would smack it to the ground there, and like like
0: there that that there are people who have like really intense texture sensitivities.
1: You know who else is like that? Ellen. Ellen is afraid of cotton balls.
0: Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Well, she's a bitch, so fuck her. Yeah. Oh, you! I was gonna say you don't know. I mean, I feel like I know, but there's a lot of shit there. We don't oh, got time I was, for that. I was, I,
1: was, I, was, I was about to say we could, we could talk about that later. Um, um
0: by I'm the gonna, way, we say um so much in this fucking podcast. I was listening to, to that. No, I was just listening to the last episode, and I realized, like, Jesus fucking Christ, we need to shut up. That's what uh, that's what editing's for. I'm not gonna sit there and edit out every single one of them.
1: But we would sound so much better.
0: Maybe we should just stop. We get better. at speech <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Brendan look so like damn he's right but also fuck that guy <laughs> yeah like uh, yeah. <laughs> what are some healthy ways to cope with fears uh, actually real quick let's touch on this what's the difference between fears and a phobia
1: you I mean you kind of said it already a phobia is an irrational fear that you like in your head even if you know it doesn't make sense you're still not fucking with it. Like, it could be the most outrageous thing in the world, but if you see something that triggers it, you're not going. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you, you don't care what the fuck it is, I'm out. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, the worst part of my life, time of my life, was whenever my YouTube advertisements were filled with the advertisements for the movie The Meg. <sighs> It's the worst part of my life.
1: Probably
0: the worst thing I've ever experienced.
1: Had to fucking minimize all your time. I'm trying
0: day. to go to bed, and I pop on a YouTube video to listen, to learn some shit before I pass out. All and here's,
1: Megalodon is coming. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and see the water, and I'm like, ah. Oh. In your bed. In the most serious way possible. Start having a panic attack. Anyway, yeah, it is an irrational fear. Uh, an, an irrational mindset. Um, but... A fear is more something that you are strongly discomforted by or are upset by um
1: and it's just something that does not make you feel good like fear having a fear of like
0: but it's something that you can overcome with enough exposure.
1: Yeah, I think every fear is able to be over o- overcame overcome. Overcome? Overcome? Mhm. Come. I'm going to come. <laughs> Every every fear is able to be conquered, I guess. You, uh, I'd rather say conquered. You know what I mean?
0: But, right, I man.
1: Right, man. But uh, a phobia is definitely like, nah, bro, you're not changing that shit unless you do some real heavy, like, mental reworking, some brainwashing shit. Hey, maybe you just need to go to the military. Shut up.
0: No. So what are some healthy ways to cope <laughs> with fears, then? if it, Now that we've kind of gotten that. Coping with fears? Um, doing Coping. them. Okay, no. I mean, yeah, that's definitely like the, the jump off the deep end part. Yeah, I for think, some people, literally. Yeah, like clip jumping is a really good way to get over fear of heights.
1: Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, like for me, like a lot a, with a lot of my fears that I've had to do, I've had to like just rip off the fucking bandit and just send it.
0: Sometimes that is sometimes it is like cold turkeying it in a sense, quote unquote, like, is yeah. like the best way to do it. But I definitely think there's some things that you have to ease.
1: Yeah, like like Thompson. He was like riding the dirt bike. He was like, "Problem? I'll be honest with you. You're gonna crash." He was like, "Just fucking accept it." He's like, "Hop on the bike and fucking ride."
0: That's what we do with parkour. We tell you like, "You're gonna eat shit, but (laughs) you're gonna fuck your face." But you can get better at it, and you can prevent it from happening, and you can learn ways to not fuck your face. Yeah, like make it not so bad. Yeah.
1: I feel, well, yeah, and he told, I remember one of the times we had went riding, and he was like, yeah, I want to take us to the spot, but obviously, we, he didn't have two dirt bikes, so he's like, yo, hop on the back real quick. We hit a rock so hard while riding in the desert dog, <laughs> I remember feeling the bike going out to our left, him going straight, and me going right all behind him, and it was just like, I fucked my knee up, and like, my wrist, and he fucked his whole side up, like, it was all bad. You know what he does? Picks up the bike and goes, It happens. (laughs) Cranks the (laughs) bitch, it goes. And I was like, yo. I'm not getting back on that shit. (laughs) Yo, I'll tell you what. Thompson is one of the most fearless people I've ever met in my life. And it's because, like, for him, he's like, what's the worst that happens? I die? Like, all
0: right. Yeah, well, that man also (laughs) is built out of, like, things that are awful for you to ingest consistently. It's okay. So his brain is just, like, so malleable at this point that he can... He literally... It's a miracle he's alive. Sometimes he's goaded, definitely goaded. He is God. I don't know about all that, but he's definitely goaded. He is goaded for he's sure. He's like a statistical anomaly in my head.
1: He's an outlier. You know what I mean? If there's a, if there's a consistency, my man Thompson is out here, bro.
0: He is not
1: normal. He, yeah, you know it's Thompson <laughs> shoe nice, <laughs> <laughs> literally, and shoe is like shoe nice was master and Thompson Nick Cavagato. Yeah, and like Thompson was the was the student to shoe nice. And then student has now overcame math. Yeah,
0: so it's Thompson, Shoe Nice, Nick Avocado. That's a joke you probably don't get, but somebody out there gets it. Hopefully. No, somebody definitely gets it.
1: <sighs> Anywho, coping with your fears, right? Obviously, if it's fear of, like, I don't know, because there's so many different types of fears. If it's, like, a physical fear or, like, one of those, like, Year of heights and stuff like that? Yeah, bro. Go fucking find your nearest amusement park. Go to Cali with some homies. Fucking send it. You know what I mean? Jump out of a perfectly fine airplane. Okay, go skydiving. Okay?
0: um, Put yourself in positions that allow for you to get more and more comfortable with.
1: Anytime I mention skydiving, I always think about the fucking Will Smith clip.
0: Oh, that's hot. No. Yeah. Oh, then I don't know it.
1: No, it's the more of like, he was like, You know, I was terrified to go skydiving. He was like, I couldn't sleep the night before. I was up all night thinking about it. And I showed up in the,
0: like, the When you impersonate people, you, like, whisper talk. What do you want me to fucking say, dog?
1: Keep going. Anyway, fine. I just, I don't know. I'm, like, thinking about how I'm talking now because of you, bitch. Um, It's, like,
0: realizing that your tongue's in your mouth. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i smoke too much weed for you to say shit like that. i need you to not say shit like that anywho um this man was like i couldn't sleep the night before obviously like he comes to the lobby hopefully no one is gonna come to the lobby and it's like two minutes after everyone's supposed to meet no one's in the lobby yet he's like all right cool maybe everyone just kind of slept in they forgot all right cool Everyone starts storming the lobby. He's like, all right, but you ready to go skydiving? Like, you ready? Right? And so he's, like, freaking the fuck out, right? And by the time that they get there, he gets strapped. He said, like, a 250-pound man, 300, like, solid fucking muscle, and he, like, picks him up like a baby because um, it was, like, out in Dubai or some shit like that. And he was like, I was literally terrified because they, you know, obviously, like, your reaction when you're jumping out is, like, he – he grabs onto the like the metal doors because he doesn't want to go. He was like, So they tell you to grab on and obviously you don't want to let go on one. So what they do is they go three tuck you in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he goes, So literally, you know, I'm I'm watching my homie go in front of me, and then all of a sudden I go, I hear three and he goes, It's literally like a like a vacuum like suction, like a <laughs> and he goes, you literally watch your homie that you just saw four seconds ago disappear. No longer there. And I was like, oh, that would be crazy. I'm so excited. To <laughs> yeah. skydiving. And he was like, and then, you know, you're standing there and you're fucking like, all right, bro. And he's like, there's two ways that people do this. He was like, when you go skydiving, you either scream like a fucking Viking out of Valhalla and you're ready to just fucking go to war. Or you scream like the little bitch that you fucking are. He goes, there's no in between. You're ready to fight or you're ready to die. That's just how it is. And I think about that clip every time that, I probably butchered it. I probably butchered it, but you have to, you have to watch the clip. This shit is fucking hilarious. And he goes, but he goes, it's honestly like super blissful. He's like, as soon as you hit an outside and you decide to actually like stop screaming and open your eyes and like realize where you're at and appreciate the moment. He goes, it's probably one of the most peaceful things that you could ever fucking do in your life. Yeah. He was like that's how I try and treat every situation like why would I he was like and I really let this peaceful one of the most amazing situations keep me from sleeping the night f- night before he's like my I let my fear of it keep my keep control of my entire activity my day how I woke up my energy he was like I let my fear of what I was doing and you know what could happen completely just control my my everything at that point
0: yeah and i think that kind of gets into the conversation of like what fears can do to you and the way that they can impact your relationships which is like i think that especially in commonplace for like modern day something that i've talked about is like anxiety like it it, literally a lot of people have it now and are a lot more comfortable talking about it um because it's not it's slowly becoming less and less taboo to talk about but i think that fear is something
1: and i wouldn't even want to i'm sorry i didn't mean to like cut you off i wouldn't even want to like i don't want to like unquote correct you but it's uh, kind of like how you said like people have it now i feel like people have always had it but like you said it's always been More super public it, yeah it's been super taboo because it almost sounds like you know like you it almost i don't want people to take it as like a oh like it's like, you made it sound like oh like they caught it or something you yeah know we, I mean? we
0: caught the anxiety yeah
1: you know what i mean because you were like oh like people have it now but i think i think just, people are public about having it now yeah and i just you know you know some people get a little little booty tickled so i was like you know what let me say yeah. my boy real quick
0: Um, but the thing with it is, is the amount of power you give it, the amount of power you give a fear and let it impact your day-to-day life is also extremely relevant. You know, there are a lot of things that you can do in your everyday life that if you let that aspect of fear, you let that, that thing that it makes you slightly uncomfortable. And so you just avoid it at all costs. If you let that keep happening, one, the fear grows. It, it will get worse and worse and worse. And two, it will continue to impact your life to the point where it is constantly an issue you're combating. Um, I think that's something that we talked about with like the social anxiety, like the how to communicate episode. Um, and I think that it's something that I see in a lot of people that I, that are around me on the, my day to day is their willingness to let something control them because they don't want, to slowly try to expose themselves to it. They don't want to try and make it to where their life is easier by having, you know, whatever it is like interactions or put themselves in a situation that invokes that fear to slowly decrease it. And it's the same thing as working out. Um, which is something that I just started doing is you won't see the progress at the front end.
1: Yeah. But, and I was actually explaining this to one of the homies, uh, today too, about working out, um, because he he thinks about a lot of things like from a business standpoint, like numbers-wise. I'm a businessman. Anywho. Um, and I was telling him, I was like, yo, listen. If you look at your body as the business, right? Most people who end up starting a business, I hate you for doing that. Most people who end up starting a business or investing into a business, they spend a lot of money up front, right? They don't end up seeing profit. Usually for like the first year, maybe two years, five years. I think it's two to five. Yeah, you know what I mean? So you don't actually start to see that profit coming back for a while. It takes it takes a little bit. You have to be consistent. TLC. Yeah, you know what I mean? You have to really grind it out and, and wait for the product to really do its thing. It's the same thing with working out. If you treat your body as a business and you're investing shitty ass time and shitty ass fucking hours and shitty ass fucking workouts and doing bare minimum, you're going to get shitty ass profit. You know what I mean? But if you're investing and you're staying consistent, you might not see it at off rip. But at some point, you're going to look in the mirror and be like, oh, shit, wait a minute. My muscles are getting bigger.
0: Yeah, you know, I. Two, you know, five months ago, I was scared of asking somebody where to get something from and now i'm comfortable with it you know now i can do that and now it's the next thing that i'm scared of you know yeah
1: and i think for me like so when it comes to people i think a big thing for me that i've been trying to struggle with driving
0: um is
1: meeting new people and letting people in and i think that i've been trying
0: to deal with that i think that's a very modern issue too
1: yeah and i think i've been trying well obviously like especially with how young we are like in our generation like we already know you can say uh, as bluntly as you want like relationships are almost like damn near taboo at this point like a real relationship like a real these two people are loyal about each other and really fuck with each other and don't make each other look stupid
0: it's not even just that it's like not taboo necessarily but it's like rare and people go oh really yeah like it turns heads more now.
1: Yeah, like it's it's wild to see somebody who are like, "Oh, those two two people are obsessed with each other.
0: They really fuck with each other, and it's healthy."
1: And it's healthy. They really care that's about the key. It. Yeah, they care about each other's mental. They check up on each other. They do things for each they other. They don't
0: drown each other.
1: They take each other's time. They have bro, like they it's it's so rare to see, and I think that like now like that's why people are always so like at this point everyone is kind of just like, eh, "Fuck you, bro." You know what I mean? And then you have like a you have like a majority of people who are just like yeah, bro. I'm just not even gonna worry about a relationship. And then you have other people who are just like, hey, bro. I'm gonna just tore it out. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I have, I have no judgment for either or. To be honest, with you. hey, if you want to go pop your shit, go pop your shit. But if you just want to sit at home, you could do that too. But I mean, I'm trying to be better about just like, like going out with the homies to a bar or something like that, and like,
0: along the lines of like trying to get better about your fears or like learn to kind of deal with them and, and slowly like exposure your therapy yourself. How do you be the person that is with somebody who has a fear? Like, how do you help that person along? How do you, or, or like, you know, just how do you go in that common place of like, my friend has this fear. What do I do? Um, I'll say, I'll start as somebody who like the phobia thing, mm-hmm. especially because phobias, again, they're a little more different to kind of deal with as the person who has the phobia of water um, and have a lot of friends in my life who really love going to the beach, the judgmentalness, like being not giving that person a hard time or being judgmental towards them is like 90% of it. Honestly, if you're for this part in the sense of like, if it is a serious thing that like, they've like you can sp- tell like they're like it is yeah if it is on my level of like a fear yeah. and it's like it's clear that it's a phobia it is more of a it, it is more can- of a like psych not psychedelic um psychiatric <laughs> thing that needs to be handled um mm-hmm. then like <laughs> pop shroomer maybe <laughs> just kind of like support them you know help yeah. them out
1: not being a fucking dick and like giving them a hard time and and i think the difference between like giving somebody a hard time and like kind of laughing at first like you'll see the difference in how they like deliver their response yeah i mean like you're gonna like you can kind of tell like like if we were near a body of water and then you kind of like spooked out a little bit i would see how like in that moment i think i would see how fearful you were of it and be like bro are you good like what's up and then you would explain it and I'd, i'd probably be like I'd probably chuckle, but it wouldn't be like a, I'd sit there and be like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, just, <laughs> oh, I'm going to get you.
0: <laughs> How many people have fucking... Too many. Let's not <laughs> fucking, let's... <sighs> Namaste. <laughs> uh, for our audio listeners, I held up a bottle of water towards him. Um. <laughs> Oh, that's so fucked up. In the case of somebody who just has kind of a fear of talking to people, a fear of driving, a fear of like, you know, whatever it might be that is like something that can be conquered or slowly like work towards. I think having that conversation with them and being like, hey, is is this something you're willing to work on? Um, because that's where it starts. They have to want it to be better yeah. and be like, hey, I think that this is something that really will make your life easier. If you are willing to do this, if you're willing to like work with me, if you're willing to let me help you, if you're willing, you know, whatever, however you want to deliver that, um, as long as you're nice about it and not a dickhead, dickhead, um, Fucking dickhead. you, that, that means everything. If you are willing to kind of like slowly exposure therapy with them, you know, yeah, work dickhead. it with them, um, which is something that I'm helping one of my friends with right now. Well, for you? Talking to people. It's talking to people and driving is currently one of them. But, like, the concept of, like, slowly getting more comfortable in social situations.
1: Okay. I feel that. Yeah, and I think, like, I think a huge part in trying to help somebody through that or making them feel accepted is, like, a... Even if, like, for me, the best way that I would try to explain it, because, like, obviously, like, I laugh. I laugh at people. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, when the worst shit happens to people nine times out of ten, like, if I see somebody bust their ass in front of me, I'm sorry, but I'm going to fucking
0: lose it. It's an innate response. It's also an awkward stimuli response. Like,
1: whenever, it didn't matter, especially, bro, I was the worst when something happened in school, you know, like when you had that kid that like the mom, I threw up kid, you know what I mean? Like when they would throw, you ever had one of those kids when, when they one threw, of our
0: friends gets a Rubik's cube t- thrown at their head? That
1: was hilarious. Anyway, uh, you know, have you ever had a kid throw up in your classroom and like everyone is supposed to like look at them? You had, I was that kid in the back of the classroom, like, <clears throat> oh, like screaming, bro, hollering, dog, like, oh, my God, bro. Just because I didn't know how to respond to that shit, bro.
0: That's why I said awkward stimuli.
1: Bro, I w- always was laughing at people. And then I laugh when I fall too. Like when something bad happens to me, I also laugh. It's fucked. Because in serious... Or when I used to get in trouble, dog. Like when my parents. Oh, dude. I'm the same way. Bro, when my mom used to yell at me. And she would like... She would and be you, in my shit, bro. Yeah. And I'd be like... <laughs>
0: because, because it's an awkward stimuli response. Your body doesn't... And your brain doesn't know what to do. And then you start So laughing, it gets uncomfortable. And
1: your mom goes... Oh, you think it's funny? And I go, no 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, please
0: don't, please don't, please don't. <laughs> My dad used to do the same thing. He'd be, and he and and sometimes nowadays whenever like I am very uncomfortable with the type of conversation we're having <laughs> and, it's not, and I'll start laughing to be like, "What?" and I'll be like, "I literally don't know." <laughs> yeah. I just don't know what to say.
1: Like, it's fucked, bro, because, oh, uh, I remember growing up as a kid, some shit would happen, and they'd be like, damn, bro, you're a dick, and I'm I, like, I'm it,
0: sorry. It's also worse when it's somebody that you are comfortable with because your brain knows I am in no immediate danger.
1: <laughs> oh, bro, like, when Josh would fall, or, like, if I fall, if I ever fell in front of Josh, like, before we even checked if we were okay, we were pissing ourselves first, you know what I mean?
0: Um, when it comes to helping somebody with those fears, uh, it what's the line that you kind of have to draw where you kind of have to be like, it's okay to be afraid. It's okay for you to have this response and you kind of have to let...
1: Well, it depends on what you're trying to do with your life. Like, if you have a fear of fucking mountains and you know you want to live in the city, <laughs> you're good. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? But learn to find some type of fucking solution with the... And, and I say it very aggressively like that, but it's just more of like a, the one that's how I talk into It's just... I feel like... Mentally, there's always a solution for everything, because I know for a fact, and it's been scientifically proven, that our minds are stronger than what we think they are. You know what I mean? And I know that at some point, like, yeah, with phobias, it is very hard to do, damn near impossible to flip a phobia. But when it comes to fears of anything, there is something that you can do for you to overcome that fear, no matter if it takes 50 years, no matter if it takes however long. If you want to overcome this fear, you're going to at some point.
0: You know what I mean? And that's just how shit is with fears. I think one of the most common ones is, like, stage fright.
1: Yeah, and then it takes people just going up there a couple times. Yeah, it takes them to go up there a couple times. And I feel like even, like, for me at least, I had it when we first started the podcast. Like, sometimes it was just kind of like, I almost had a fear of just, like, being comfortable or, like, what I was looking like, what I was sounding like. And honestly, at this point, I just don't care. You know what I mean? So I'm comfortable enough, like, we've been doing this long enough to, like, I'm good. You know what I mean? And... It's just, like, it's the little things that people don't even realize. Like it, and, and if you work on it, it, anything in life, if you work little, you're going to end up making bigger steps down the road. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to end up achieving bigger down the road. Because they always tell you, like, if you want to, you know, fix a habit, like, you have to start small. Take it day to day. Don't count your days. Take it. All right. It's the next day.
0: Don't count your days. Don't, like, cold turkey. Like, the-
1: yeah. Like, it's just, all right. I made it to the next day of not doing this. Um, You don't have to market. You don't have to do anything. But even with the solution, with the fear, all right, today I'm going to focus on doing this so I can, you know, better this or not have a fear of this. I'm going to work towards this. You know what I mean? I feel like everyone should have something, you know, they're working towards. And obviously it betters yourself. You know what I mean? Because imagine losing a fear and that fear was holding you back to become successful in something you wanted to do or something you didn't know you could do. You know what I mean? Like you could be the next Michael Phelps, but you don't even know it. No, I'm good. Mm.
0: I'm just kidding. It's a phobia. It's different. Again, pools are fine. I just have no desire.
1: Mm. Mm. Have you tried, though?
0: Swimming? Yeah. Yeah. Like competitively? No, because I'm not that good at swimming.
1: <laughs> oh, man. That shit is funny, bro. I could see with the caps and the goggles and the fucking banana hammock. with with
0: my balls hanging out.
1: (laughs) Uh, I just have a picture. Me, Jeff, and Cam would all have a picture of your fucking banana hammock on just a big-ass poster. Yeah! Jackson! You know what I mean? Just your crotch on a poster. Be fantastic.
0: I'm pretty sure one of them already has a picture of that in their room. I'm not even going to ask. You know what they're like. I'm not even going to ask, to be honest with you. It's fine, so it's lock screen.
1: <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> I'm like, hey,
0: what? Mm, never mind. <laughs> so that's crazy. I had this lady sit down at the bar the other day. She had her phone open, it was just Jesus as
1: her lock screen.
0: Yeah, no, well, as her home and her lock screen. Just Jesus. She probably be, she probably a little thuder. I was like, what is who are
1: you? Old she lady? probably, she probably a little thuder scooter. That old lady probably unhooks the dentures and goes crazy at the home. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I would, she ain't got uh, no fears. Would you, I I just, like, she definitely. That, that much, man? You gotta have Jesus on your, your phone? Absolutely. You know why? Because she does some unholy ass shit. <laughs> Gumhead go crazy. Clip it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Clip
1: it, bro. Absolutely. Gumhead is insane. No teeth?
0: How Imagine. do you tell what you're really afraid of and what is just something that is a discomfort? Like, how how do you find that line of phobia or, like, real fear?
1: I ain't gonna lie to you. I feel like you would not find the line. The line is definitely gonna find you.
0: Sometimes I ask you questions and the point of the podcast goes out the window.
1: Nah, no, it doesn't.
0: Yeah, it does. Nah. Nah. Because listen, right?
1: Here here's here's here let me explain myself, right? You know between being discomfort and it being a fear. Mm. Because I feel like you would react to it
0: very differently. I think that when it boils down to that line can get really blurry, especially with the way that you remember events. Because there's times where I've experienced something and I'm like, that's a fear of mine. And in reality, like because the way I reacted seemed like it was a fearful reaction. Um, but then I've been in that situation again and not had that issue. So I know it's not a fear. It was just like, whatever was happening at that time, it was like an oversensory overload or whatever, you know? Um, but I think that there is not, I I don't think just the simple response of you'll know (laughs) is, is the move here. No, bro. You'll know. You know what I mean? When
1: you know, you know, if you know, you know, Was it I, Y, K? I hate those (laughs) posts. (laughs) Why? Because you usually don't know? (laughs) No. Are you not in on the... No, it's not even
0: that. Most of the time I see those and I I actually do get it. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah." Mm -hmm. It's more just like a... Why? Yeah. Like... Like For what? Yeah, for what reason? Like... (laughs) I know what reason. It's because it makes you feel inclusive. It makes you feel like you have a circle. It makes you feel like you are in on something that not everybody is in on. And that makes you feel gratified. But. Hello? Are you okay? Answer my question.
1: Restate your question. (laughs) So I know exactly. Uh, How do you
0: tell what is really a fear and what is something that just causes you discomfort?
1: I don't know. I feel like it's always, I, it could be situational, I guess. And I feel like it's always just like, kind of like how you said, I guess you won't know until you're put in that situation again, or that cir- those circun- circumstances again. Um, just because like, like you said, if you react once, um, you know, to that situation, and it was only that one time, you don't truly know. Um... I think if you put yourself in a situation or, like, a fearful environment, like when people go to um, Fear Farm, you know what I mean, and they find out, you know, they're afraid of fucking clowns. Well, how'd you figure that out? Oh, I went to Fear Farm, and a clown fucking walked up to me in my face, and I almost shit myself, you know what I mean? And then it could have just been like, oh, I saw a clown on the street, and it was, like, a nice clown, but I guess it was just, like, I was just afraid at that time. Yeah, but
0: it's, like, one of those is indicative of a... an environment that is meant to cause you fear, one of those is, like, a casual thing. And if the casual thing causes that response... You
1: know it's a fear. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're put in those... Obviously, you're put in a different environment, a different situation,
0: but it's of the
1: same caliber. Yeah, of the same caliber. It's, good, it's a good word. Um, Then I guess you can kind of decide on whether or not you have that fear or if it's more of just like a, oh, I just don't like this in this environment in this way. Rubik's Cube, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. For me, I think it's definitely more along the lines of if you actively are thinking about that thing and it is making you feel with anxiety, it is making you distinctly uncomfortable to where you are not, like, okay... As opposed to you just being like, yeah, I wouldn't like that. I think that that's kind of also what can create that line of like. Yeah. And I
1: don't know. I feel like some people, obviously some people run with it. Some people do just like take it out first head and they're like, oh, I'm terrified
0: of this. And I'm like, have you tried it again? Have you put yourself in that situation again?
1: That's uh, Jackson with pegging. You know, he, he just had it done one time and he was terrified after. It. And then I just asked him if he's had it done again, you know. Now I'm getting a camera shut up my butt. For money. We'll drop the only fans.
0: Oh, Let's come man. up. <laughs> oh, man. Feels like it's that time.
1: Hell yeah, bro. Um, you want me to go first or you want to go first?
0: No, what you talking about, Brendan? Bro, my
1: Giants are fucking three and one. My... D-
0: don't, okay, don't get me wrong. This game... Hold on, hold on real quick. All right, non-sports fans, sleepers in the chat. Let's... Wow,
1: that's crazy, right? Don't get me wrong. This last game definitely did cost us two quarterbacks, and by the time the fourth quarter Yeah, bro. By the time the fourth quarter came around three minutes in the fourth quarter, Saquon Barkley is our quarterback and we're running Wildcat with three running backs, right? Because Daniel Jones goes down with the ankle injury, then Tyrod Taylor, our backup comes in, gets a concussion. We somehow still won this fucking game. Saquon Barkley fucking spazzed, bro. That's all I have to say. And our defense went fucking crazy. I'm very proud to see our team and how, like, obviously passionate they are about it. I said said it last week. It's the first time we had seen these. They lost against the Cowboys last week. It was very upsetting. Were we
0: still on third string? No.
1: We were starting team. They lost their starting quarterback. Damn. And we got... Ratioed, ratioed, very hard, tough, super tough. We see him again. In Imagine le- we see him again later in the season. So hopefully we go crazy. Imagine, yeah, it was rough, dude. Um, but to be honest with you, we came back three and one. Uh, we actually play the Packers in London this week. Um, so hopefully,
0: aren't they on some gas shit right now? What the what? Packers?
1: No, Aaron Rodgers just came out and basically said that he was playing. The, so, his Super Bowl winning season, he said that he played off of perk 30s and microdosing mushrooms. He said that he was making the best plays of his life off of drugs. Can we talk about it real quick? And doesn't then.
0: That, doesn't that invalidate his win?
1: No, because they're not PEDs, they don't make him play better. E and your D. Anywho, there's been people who go back and like see the interviews in his uh, post football games and his eyes are like, his fucking pupils are
0: huge. When out here like, I saw that pig flying across and, you know, I I just knew that it was the game. You know, I, I threw it over there and the pig flew that day. Dude, it was like. And he meant it literally for him. It was like
1: red pill, blue pill. My man saw the actual difference in Matrix, but he was doing it while playing football.
0: But he popped both of them.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Brick a set.
1: Wow. But anyway, yeah, Giants hit 3-1. and one. Uh, We play Packers this week in London, and uh, hopefully um, the Packers are still going to be dog shit. Um, and Aaron Rodgers just decides to not fucking be a high-caliber quarterback. So that's kind of my come up. Uh, go Giants. Um, if you're a Cowboys fan, go fuck yourself. Um. Honestly, I no one likes the Cowboys. I'm sorry if you're a Cowboys fan. I'm sorry for you. Your parents didn't like you, and, wow. and their parents didn't like them. And honestly, the whole bloodline just rough. Wow. Um. Honestly, it's good to see the Eagles play some good football. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's always it's always wow. kind of it's always kind of cool to see the Eagles play some good football. Um. Washington. That's my
0: team. Really? The Eagles. They're four and zero. My Eagles. They're the
1: only undefeated team in the, in the league right Wait, now. Wait, for real? I'm, I, sh- I shit you not. Let's go. Yeah. Woo. They're literally the Those only. These are my boys. Yeah, they're, they're the only undefeated team right now. They're playing absolutely great football. Woo. Jalen Hurts right now, your guys' quarterback, sure. is fucking surreal this year. Mm. Yeah, he's uh, they're playing good ball. A.J. Brown was a great pickup this this.
0: The last season. time that I knew what was going on with the Eagles was when Michael Vick was playing.
1: A great time
0: for Eagles history. He was a fucking gunner bro
1: yeah michael vicks one. my
0: man could run
1: my man started no i wouldn't say started it my man
0: he definitely was one of like the people he who- escalated the dual threat quarterback randall yeah. Cunning-
1: randall cunningham i'd say was probably one of those like key
0: starters he also did beat dogs which is not cool
1: no no, no. he had dogs fight each other and then beat him
0: which is not cool
1: yeah not cool we don't we don't do that
0: but um, but if we started playing that game with he, everybody that's famous, that's what I, that's what I was about. We're saying. gonna lose a lot of battles.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he understands what he did. He corrected his fucking. He did his time, and
0: then he started running.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then he came out and still decided to be a fucking menace on the football field because that dude was unreal. Aren't I'll tell he, you what. If he doesn't go to jail, he might be one of stat wise might be one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen on the field because I truly believe. Hell yeah. Woo, go Eagles, my boys. I mean, he was Falcons first, but yeah. Um, But yeah, what about you? What are you coming up for? Dog? My shoulders hurt right here. Uh, I'm going to talk
0: about snowboarding.
1: I'm going to come.
0: I wish you would. So, um, <laughs> uh, and I say that because Brendan won't come with me. He won't go snowboarding with me. Um, he but is, the last time he I has went, reason, too. He has reason. The
1: last time I went snowboarding, I literally fell three different times. <laughs> and I got, like, three different concuss- I smacked my <laughs> heart so, <many laughs> so hard, like, three different times. And I'm almost positive I walked out with mashed potatoes damage. for Because the amount of alcohol and blunts I had to smoke to not feel my head was not healthy either. And then... I just watched the movie. I shouldn't have been staring at a screen for that long, but I just literally just sat in the back of the car, drinking,
0: smoking, and just dying. Um, yeah, it was rough. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. It was but, a rough day. Uh, I want to go snowboarding. I'm going to try and get lessons and stuff so I don't like just eat Die? shit like you did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I'm getting kind of a trip together to go with some friends. I'm going to take a trip over uh, a couple states away to go see my friend and go snowboarding with him.
1: Is that in Colorado? hmm I need to be there for that trip. Why? Because.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> will you go snowboarding?
1: Yes. If that's what it takes,
0: yes. <laughs> if you come snowboarding, yeah.
1: All right, but say less. I, and also, I would like to take those lessons.
0: And I think it'd be a lot easier because... Lessons if, will be here.
1: Okay. Because I al- it'll be cheaper. I also think it'll be easier for me now because I weigh a lot less than I did when I went snowboarding before. And I was very heavy. And it was like, as soon as I... One way, it was like my whole body went that way. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, lessons will be cheaper here. So, yeah. But uh, super excited because it's something that I've been wanting to say, that I've been wanting to do for like three years now. Um, and now, and I was going to do it before COVID hit, but then uh COVID hit, mm. uh, and there's no way I could go really, um, at least for the first year. And that's when I was in the comfortable position to do it. Um, but I'm going to try and make it happen this year. Oh yeah, I'm really excited because it uh, seems like it'll be a lot of fun, and it seems like a really like cool thing that I can get into and kind of do for fun For funsies, and that'll like kind of be a workout too. So yeah, that's what I got. Hell yeah, dude! Not so not super exciting, given that it's not happened yet or anything. But uh, if you got snowboarding tips, throw them down below. Hell yeah, brother! But um, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's where we're gonna call it, Brendan. Where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, at KillerB420, um, and TikTok, KillerBDabs.
0: You can find me at YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at RQ, and you can find both of us at Coming Up for Aircast on Instagram, in TikTok, and Up for Aircast on Twitter yeah she's in shit she's mean if you enjoyed the podcast make sure to follow it subscribe leave a like all that stuff comment down below rate the podcast that really does help us out
1: yeah, let us know how you think about our spooky decorations if yeah. you want to see something spooky or if you honestly we, if you have ideas about our costumes and want to see us wearing certain type of costumes let us know
0: um we're gonna do a big halloween episode um, we might even drop two, possibly, depending on what happens. Ooh. Um, but we're going to for sure do a big Halloween event special. Um,
1: I'm here for it.
0: Yeah. But uh, So stay tuned for that if you end up uh, liking it. Later, bitches. Last thing, real quick. If you know somebody who needs this podcast or needs to hear what we talked about today or in a previous episode, make sure to share it with them. Otherwise, we'll see you next Wednesday. Be a
1: good fucking human being.
0: See you next Wednesday.